Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Becca. So glad you could join us today for the podcast. As we begin our prayer and reading today, just begin by taking a moment to pause and just be still and aware of God's presence with us. Take a moment now to share with the Lord where you're at, what you're thinking and feeling. Let's also spend time thanking Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. A prayer for grace. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Defend us by your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor run into any danger, and that guided by your Spirit, we may do what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Father God, as I read your words in scripture today, I ask that you would open my eyes to see you. Holy Spirit, would you open my ears um, from distraction towards hearing from you today? Give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me. Lead me into your kingdom today. Proverbs 23, the first 20 verses. When you sit down to eat with a ruler, observe carefully what is before you and put a knife to your throat if you are given to appetite. Do not desire his delicacies, for they are deceptive food. Do not toil to acquire wealth. Be discerning enough to desist. When your eyes light on it, it's gone, for suddenly it sprouts wings flying like an eagle toward heaven. Do not eat the bread of a man who is stingy. Do not desire his delicacies, for he is like one who is inwardly calculating. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. You will vomit up the morsels that you have eaten and waste your pleasant words. Do not speak in the hearing of a fool, for he will despise the good sense of your words. Do not move an ancient landmark or enter the fields of the fatherless, for their Redeemer is strong. He will plead their cause against you. 
Apply your heart to instruction and your ear to words of knowledge. Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. If you strike him with a rod, you will save his soul from Sheol. My son, if your heart is wise, my heart too will be glad. My inmost being will exult when your lips speak what is right. Let not your heart envy sinners, but continue in the fear of the Lord all the day. Surely there is a future, and your hope will not be cut off. Hear, my son, and be wise, and direct your heart in the way. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We find ourselves in Proverbs 23 as a continuation of the 30 sayings of the wise, which was introduced at the end of chapter 22, followed by the first five sayings. So here we read the next 13 of these 30 wise sayings. Things like, beware of the rich host. He may be using his money to oblige you under his power, but also beware the stingy host who is not being genuine either in his heart towards you. We see instructions about not moving stones belonging to orphans as their redeemer, whether a family member or the Lord, will plead their case against you. Beware of wealth and workaholism. Beware of disciplining for behavioral change only because it's the character that we are training in our children. But I really um, wanted to hone in on the wise saying in verse 17 and 18. Let not your heart envy sinners, but continue in the fear of the Lord all the day. Surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. I think it's interesting because although all these different sayings have their own little piece of wisdom behind them, it dawned on me several of the sayings in this chapter fit into this idea of not following after the way of the world or not envying the way of sinners. We've already heard the sayings that see how people can use relational power plays with one another. We've also seen how workaholism for wealth's sake is a warning. Having kids with a certain behavior is a temptation as well. The proverb goes on and you'll read more about desiring knowledge or gluttony, intoxication. All of these remind me of the temptation of the ways of the world. Let not your heart envy the sinner or these ways of the world, but continue in the fear of the Lord all the day. This reminds me of what we've been studying on Sundays in 1 Peter, as we can identify ourselves as exiles in the world, similarly to Peter's audience. This last Sunday, um, we were looking at chapter 1, and verses 16 through 19 mention the fear of the Lord. I wanted to read those over us today as well. Peter says, you shall be holy for I am holy, speaking of God's quotations to us. And if you call on him as father who judges impartially according to each one's deeds, conduct yourselves with fear throughout the time of your exile, knowing that you were ransomed for the futile ways inherited from your forefathers, 
not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. So here's that same phrase. And I remember Justin saying on Sunday, it's really ironic because when you're in exile, you're already freaking out a little bit. Um, And to be honest, when you live in a world that is full of temptation and full of the ways of sinners, there's a lot of fear that can come along with that. Yet Peter and here the wise person is saying, hey, you should fear the Lord while you're already afraid. But I loved how Justin unpacked it's a different type of fear. And it actually brings a lot of hope, right? And a lot of future when we think about the fear of the Lord. Because to be honest, if we are envying the sinner, the relational power plays, the accumulation of wealth, having certain behaviors in our kids, looking to food, looking to alcohol, looking to these things to satisfy us, then we should be afraid. Because those end, as we know, poorly. But fearing the Lord all the day, surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. Because we have been bought by the imperishable, precious blood of Christ, the lamb without blemish or spot who covers us. And when we fear that God, then we have a future that is sure and a hope that will not be cut off. And that is good news. So my encouragement to us today is that when we fear the Lord, we want to know and walk in His ways, which comes through the disciplined life. One of those disciplines is being in the Word, which I'm so encouraged that you're here with us on the podcast each morning or afternoon, being saturated in the Word. But today I'd like to challenge us just to spend some time meditating and memorizing these two verses, 17 and 18. You can write it down on a card several times. You can repeat it several times. And then just see what the Lord has, what sticks out from it for you. And keep it near this week as the way of the sinners may be tempting. The way of the world may be right in front of you and discouraging Bring these verses back to the forefront of your mind and remind ourselves that the fear of the Lord is what brings us a sure future and a hope that will not be cut off.
Heavenly Father, thank you for these wise sayings and proverbs. I'm reminded of the prayer that we prayed at the beginning, um, that as we seek to fear you and to walk in a disciplined life, we need you to defend us by your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin around us or run into any dangers of the world. Holy Spirit, we need you to guide and direct us. And today, as we um, spend the time memorizing and meditating on these verses, would you be faithful then to bring it to mind when we need that reminder? Jesus, thank you for being the spotless, blemished, free lamb who was sacrificed that bought our sure and steady future. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.